Adventure Pants is intended for a mature studio audience. Any views espoused in the following podcast are held solely by the speaker and are not intended to be anything more than a joke. After all, this is just for fun. Enjoy! Hello and welcome to Adventure Pants number six. I'm calling this the first time I don't have a job edition of Adventure Pants. As many people know, uh, I did. I was a casualty of newspapers in 2013 on Wednesday, May uh, 15th, and uh, so there may be some ads coming to Adventure Pants. Don't be sad and be like, "Oh, trip sold out." It's just I, you know, trips got to eat. So. Um, that being said, we are doing the first ever. I'm going to give you, the listeners, something to counterbalance the fact that I'm going to advertise stuff. I'm going to do two contests today. The first one will be a secret code word later in the podcast, and the other one will be a special gift for those who are regular listeners of the show. We'll get to them as we get to them, but what you'll have to do is email trip, T-R-I-P-P, at umd.edu to get your Adventure Pants sticker, so you can have your very own one-inch version of the logo that is on your screen right now. That being said, Adventure Pants 6, I am joined by my friend Nathan Aravis. I was all the way uh, back in my dressing room. I heard you applauding. I rushed right out here. (laughs) Uh, I, I told Nathan I wanted to know nothing about his story in advance, so I have no idea what's about to come. Please take it away. I've been racking my brain. I... I've obsessed about uh, about this to n- to no small degree. Um, you you what, have what, several times you've been like, well, what about this? And I'm like, I don't want to know. Just just you you figure it out and come up with your best entertaining I mean, story. It was a, you know what? Like I say, I've been I've been putting so much uh, thought into this. I, I it was um I don't know if I ever told you that it was Halloween. I don't know. Maybe I was couldn't have been more than eight or nine years old. Okay. Uh. I uh, somehow had convinced my girlfriend. I'm using air quotes. Uh, <laughs> Eight or nine? That's that's yeah, Casanova yeah, yes, territory. Uh, Sally at the time. To um, was her name actually Sally? Sally. Really? Sally. Okay. Wait up all night in a pumpkin that, that's, patch. That's my that's my like go that's my go to fake female name. Is so it? I was curious. Yeah, yeah. I always say yeah. Sally. I don't know why. To uh, you know, so to wait up all night in a pumpkin patch. Really? And, um, and uh, she missed tricks or treats. And. Uh, <laughs> So this is Halloween night. Halloween night. Okay. Waiting on in, in the you're, pumpkin you're patch. You're eight or nine, eight or nine years eight old. Eight or nine years old. Okay. With Sally in the pumpkin patch. Okay. And uh, she missed tricks or treats. Yes. And uh, hand to God, the neighbor's dog rose up. Yeah. Out of the foliage, <laughs> wearing a vintage flight suit. Yeah. Circa First World War. Okay. All right. Are you you just I'm just messing yes, messing with yes, you right yes. now. Yes, yes, I didn't know who Sally was. You know, I was I was I, so excited you, for you. You have seen the the it's the great pumpkin Charlie it's Brown. It's been a know, long time. This is this is dating me significantly. <laughs> I just I do have a confession to tell you though. I find Charlie Brown to be like the worst children's programming. As someone who watched have, it now as an adult, I think we've talked about this once before. We have, we have discussed. And it. I, I find it to be just the saddest, miserablest, sad bastard programming. And it's like, why, why are you making your kid this? Every one of those programs is horrifically sad. It, it, because it's, it's just brilliant. <laughs> it, 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 it's, you know, no, it, I just, I just, uh, 
Yeah, I just needed something to, to get the <laughs> to break the to ice a little that, bit. That that was my icebreaker. Okay. I went with Charles Schultz. Okay. Uh, the the 1967 Halloween special, Charlie Brown. I'm sure that I've seen It's a Great Pumpkin, but I don't I don't have fond memories this, of it or anything the, like that. I think the direction of this podcast has to change entirely now. I think we need to cue that up on your on just. Your we're just going to watch and do live commentary and, and, and do live commentary <laughs> the, the, the holiday specials of Charlie Brown. But no, I um no, but to to be quite serious about it, I. I you know, when you told me, you know, you wanted to have me on as a guest, which I'm, I'm very humbled by. Um, well, the, the the genesis of this podcast is that uh, as as a reporter, my favorite part of, um, and I haven't talked about this, so it's been six episodes. That's really good quality radio right, there. Right. Um, but the genesis of this is I really like um, uh, stories and 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 tell. Uh, essentially, as a reporter, I tell other people's stories for them, and I. When you get someone who's good at telling a story, you kind of want to get out of their way. And I, I have a lot of friends who are good storytellers. And the second part of it is most of my day is taken up with discussions about the minutiae of pop culture. And you and I are probably – you're probably my number one discusser of things pop culture since we share a lot of nerdy overlap. Sure. All day we would email about stuff or talk about it in the newsroom about you know various movies and projects and things like that. So – that's the kind of thing I wanted to capture a little bit of and, and have a permanent record of, right, of right. having these conversations. So Absolutely. that's where that came from. So so I'm putting you on the spot as a storyteller. Well, yeah, but and, the and second part, will, I think, you will not be disappointed at all <laughs> until you chase me out of the room here in five minutes. But no, I, I, I have. I've been I've – been, this has consumed more than a small amount of my time trying to figure <laughs> out which story I'm going to tell. I guess before – you know, and I kept on saying, I, I don't know if I, you always said to aim to be funny. And I, yeah. I, I initially, the, 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 the thoughts that I had were, before we go any further, I'd like it to be on the record that I think the, the, the biggest adventure, you know, of my life has been being a, a husband and a father. And I mean, uh, nothing um, has ever or will ever compare to that. And sure. Yeah, that, that's, that's been, uh, so I was going to, initially, I was going to tell you about how I met my wife and how we started dating. Yeah. And then I listened to your podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and, not, uh, not really in line with the right. other episodes. I, I listened to, uh, you know, because I live a relatively quiet life. And by saying a relatively quiet life, I mean, it's it's quite noisy from the time I wake up. I have two children. From the time I wake up until the time I go to bed, there's a lot of screaming and crying and the sure. sound of, you know, things of value. I've met both of them. They are, uh, they are certainly kids who have personality. Yes, absolutely. And... It's a relatively, you know, after I fall asleep on the couch at 9.30, you know, watching Once Upon a Time, it's a, it's a quiet life. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, I've, I, I am actually, I'm a very big big fan of the podcast. I, I, you know, you, you uh, I, I've listened to, I guess it's all six now. I don't know. You're, what, you're number six. Am I number six? Yeah. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan. But the thing I've noticed that everything has in common is, you know, everybody, you know, each of your guests, their adventures have either included – Inebriation, to some degree, <laughs> or vehicular uh, mayhem. Yes, so, that is it, true. It has it, been a podcast of alcohol another, and, and, some, and and more than one of them have included a, a little bit of both. Yeah, and uh, so I, I figured I'll tell you the story about how I almost blew up a gas station. That was, sounds yes, perfect. Yes, before I can before I can tell that story, I have to give you a little bit of a background. Okay, um, to to put the players in the right uh, right right place. Okay, I had three grandmothers. Um, my father was raised technically by his great aunt. Okay. Um, uh, they lived in a small coal mining town in Pennsylvania, very close with his biological parents. He, you know, um, they were, you know, they still disciplined him, but mm -hmm. um, he lived, you know, his his great aunt raised him. He stayed at their house. And, okay. You know, they they lived across the street from one another. So growing up, you know, I considered 
her to be my grandmother as well as uh, sure. my mother's of course she would, mom yeah. and, and, and my father's mom. So his great aunt, she had a daughter mm-hmm. and her daughter had a daughter. And growing up, we used to stay at their home when we would go to visit mm-hmm. and I grew up with them and, and they were, I guess, so I guess that would, so her daughter was about the same age as your dad and then, exactly. her, and then her, her daughter, no, okay. right, right, right. Okay. So, so growing up, you know, they were as close as, I guess, I don't know what that would make them there. You know, I was trying to figure bro- out essentially the, the, brother and sister. I don't know the genealogy, right, right, genealogical, right. If, if it's your, you know, I, I've never been quite clear on this. I, uh, yeah. you know, I guess that would make them second cousins, third cousins, but, second, but it would be a degree of cousin. Yeah. Right. And that, that makes it sound so far removed, but they were honestly as close as any immediate member of your family sure would be. I, I mean, mean it sounds were, like they grew up together they're yeah, basically brother and absolutely. sister and, and and growing up um you know i spent i mean they just they spoiled me rotten i mean they you know i was uh i, I would spend summers with them and and then they they you know a lot of my earliest adventures were you know uh they would take me on road trips. They would take me uh, back when I was uh, back when the Mall of America was like yeah. a big deal. Like when it first opened, you know, I, I my first you know commercial airline flight was to uh, Minneapolis. Really, to, that's know, cool. With them to 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 visit the Mall of America. So you know, and and they would they would take me shopping, and they would it was just part of your building block, sort of. Yeah, absolutely, they would. I have them to thank for a great deal of my my. <laughs> Inherent structure. I don't know. You know. Yeah. You they know, they help make you who you are. Exactly. To borrow the, exactly. the crazy. Yeah. Uh, you know. I guess it was Easter of 1992. I had just gotten my driver's permit. Okay. And when I say I'd just gotten my driver's permit, Good Friday, I went and, and got the permit. And Saturday, I was going to go up. Uh, I guess we should have some, some names here to kind of you know establish who we're talking about. Yeah, if you want to make them up, that's fine. If you want to use first names, whatever you're comfortable with. Innocent. Yeah, yeah. I, whatever you choose to do. Yes. I... My grandmother's daughter, her, her name was Max, and her daughter's name was Christy. Uh-huh. That weekend, that Easter weekend, I was going to – my parents were going to – to come, I guess, Easter Sunday, and, and I was going up a little early. Uh, uh, Chris was going to drive up, and I was going to ride along with her just to, to go and spend a, you know an extended weekend with them. Sure. So we do that. And you know, and this is like 24 hours after you've gotten your permit? Yes. You're exactly. driving. Okay. Fr- Saturday morning, I would think, if it, if it wasn't that Friday, I mean, the, the, my memory is hazy on, you know, the, those details, but I would think it was Saturday morning we started heading up to, uh, to, Pencil- to the area in Pennsylvania where they live. And I was looking forward to the, you know, the usual, you know, they, you know, go to going to the movies, you know, going shopping and everything like that. And so that Saturday, Chris and um, she had decided that she would take it upon herself to give me my first driving lesson. Okay. Which so, is a harrowing experience for anyone for any, at any at any point in time. Absolutely. Yes. And I almost killed my mom. Pulled over after mine. Not to interject in the middle of your story. No, but my no, mom no. pulled over on the way home, and I, I had friends whose parents were like, "Okay, you drive home from the DMV." And my mom was like, "Yeah, we're not going to do that. Right. You've <laughs> never been behind the wheel of a vehicle. I'm not being like, okay, onto the road you go. Right. Exactly. So she pulled exactly. over into a, a parking lot of a, of a movie theater that was just empty at you know 11 in the morning. And uh, the first thing I did put pulled out of park and put it into drive. And the first thing I did was touch the accelerator of course the gas pedal and not having ever done it before except in video games i pushed down way too hard and i came millimeters away from just smashing into a curb and like into the tree and sure. you know jammed on the brake and we both like did that lurch forward thing I I, i'm well. acting the story out with body movement as if any of you yeah, can see me is. so we we did that big lurchy like oh geez. and at that point my mom leans over puts the back into park and it's like why don't you come around the other side and i'll walk you through what you should be doing so she did like a slow lap and explaining very very simply like here's what i'm doing now i'm sure. on the brake 
But the, the first thing I did was just... And then later, like maybe a couple months later, I backed the car straight into the back of the garage and the house put a huge hole in the wall. So right, right. I was not a good driver at the beginning. So And that's the... I had never been... Like you say, I've never been behind the wheel of a car except mm-hmm. in, you know, maybe a video game. And but at any rate, you know, and at at the time she was. So you at the say, same age? No, no, no. She's uh, yeah. I would say at the time I I had just turned fifteen, um, and and I would say she would she was probably in her late thirties, early forties, okay. maybe. Okay. I'm I'm not I'm you know I'm 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 not sure. I was trying to do the math the other day, but uh, you know, significantly you know older older than myself and, and just and, so i'm following i'm sorry so this is your dad's sort of sister or her daughter her daughter okay her daughter. so she was way older her, her daughter was way older than you okay yeah yeah, yeah. okay exactly okay now uh, i follow we're good and, and like i say we had we had been on you know many many adventures together you know uh, uh and and this was something that uh, you were close enough that she's like hey I mean, she's got to drive exactly yeah absolutely absolutely and and she just thought that just doing something out of the good of her heart and doing you know doing a good thing you know doing something that would be fun and that i would get excited about and and also the the uh uh she had a, a i believe the car's called an irock you know what i'm talking about i don't it's like the batmobile let's put it that way <laughs> It's, okay, it's, it's a sports car. It's, okay, you know, it's, it's not it's not a uh, okay, it's not so a Buick LeSabre. It's okay, a, it, it was an I, I believe I'm saying it the right way. Okay, uh, um, an, an Iraq Z. You know, we can look that up. Okay, later. I have I have a very strict looked, policy of it, not looking it, up it, things during the show, right, except right, right. except the you know I did cheat once, but I it, yes. I find it much preferable to just get it wrong and then yes. have people make fun of me about and, it later. And that's fine. Because yes, because there's there's going to be plenty of that going around at that age at least. Uh, maybe if I were to drive it today, I'd feel differently. But at that at, at that age. It reminded me of you know Kit and Knight Rider, so sure. it was that kind. Of, it was a sleek black sports car. All right, low to the ground. It wasn't not you know, the ideal it, it vehicle. Not for the your... ideal first <laughs> first time behind the wheel. Behind the yeah. wheel of, of any of any kind, and 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 it, it was kind of you know I'm a very skittish person to begin with, uh, but you know I, I love her, and I you know. It, it, I thought, okay, we'll we'll do this. I'll give it a try. What you know, you know, why would I turn down this opportunity? But apprehensive, crawling behind the wheel of this sure. behemoth, as you would and, be. And they live back in the uh, a beautiful little. Um, I don't know if the word would be. I don't think it's gated community, but a little private community. You know, off a country club in the back, but it's very isolated in mm-hmm. the middle of the woods and a lot of curvy roads and paths that you wouldn't necessarily pennsylvania's back road system yeah, is windy i mean you, it just you, is you wouldn't if you had your choice of first driving lessons that's not, not exactly what pick. you would pick but we you know start the engine and everything's going smoothly uh we navigate out of you know this uh foresty community back in the middle of the woods and get get to the what what constitutes the highway and we make a left onto basically it's route i guess it's uh the Lincoln Highway Route 30. Yeah. Okay, you're familiar. Mm-hmm. You know. You say route where I'm from, route. but you're you're not. Yes, the proper route. I've been route. saying it wrong all these years. <laughs> you're not. You're not a true Pencil, Pennsylvanian from the eastern side. Yes. 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 So 30 so goes they, all the way across the country. Right. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. And and so we make you know we make a left onto the to the main stretch of road and and which is by the way we've just now navigated these curvy back roads onto just a flat stretch of. <laughs> land yeah. where you wouldn't think that you would think that if i was going to run into a tree or anything a ditch any kind, or just any catastrophe in the last five minutes but we, we we made it free and clear onto the onto the flattest stretch of normal road that you could and i don't know exactly how it happened but we're maybe now we, we couldn't be seven minutes from the house okay there's a little gas station a little like shop and go you know that sits off to the left 
down over a hill. At that point in time, it was the only real civilization marker. Civilization marker within <laughs> yeah. you know twenty thirty minutes. Mm-hmm. So that's where we would go to like you know get get snacks or like rent a video or something like that. But it's a, just a little you know quickie mart more or less. And to this day, I don't know how it happened. Like I say, it sits over an embankment. At some point in time, I just <laughs> lost control of the vehicle. <laughs> Oh, no. Yeah, and instead of... You had that moment of panic? That moment of panic where you go to hit the brake, but instead of hitting the brake, you actually hit the gas and start barreling o- down over the hill towards the gas station. <laughs> so you're coming down the embankment We're at this point? coming down the embankment. Okay. I don't know, I don't know if... You know, and like I say, memory is a fickle thing. I don't, I don't remember if we passed the gas station initially and then we like made a U-turn and t- turned around. That was going to be good for the day. Something tells me... That I think that's what we did. Like we reached our, you know, okay, that's enough driving for the day. I mean, it was just a short little jaunt. Yeah, we're we'll turning around, and and so like she's had enough of like gripping the dashboard right, like right, it's exactly. her savior, and and, 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 and and that's that's you know we made our we've reached our destination now. Let's go back home and 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 carry on with our Easter weekend. And then I think it was back on the on the way back now to the uh, to the house that control was just lost. And and I did I I can remember thinking. That I'm, you know, I I need to stop this car. And sure. Instead of hitting the brake, I did hit the accelerator, and we went down over the hill towards the d- direct towards the gas pumps and the gas station. Right, and you're yeah. barreling in you're at that barreling point. Barreling in, and the only thing that's really stopping our, I, I we clipped. I remember we clipped. They had like a, you know, the the sign, the the the, the Bob's the, Gas Mart exactly, or whatever. Exactly. Whatever it whatever it was at that time. Um, we clipped the wooden wooden post, you know, holding <laughs> that sign. And it, 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 luckily, there was a. I did find the brake in time to to stop the car, but not before. And it's a, it's damn lucky that it was there. There was a pickup truck parked in front of the the, the pump, and we we to my memory, and 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 maybe it was less dramatic than 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 I remember it. It was incredibly dramatic yeah. uh, for me at the time. <laughs> Broad, just, the first just, time you're behind the wheel, you're you're careening to your death down the side exactly. of a hill. Yeah, and 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 I, you know, I I, I would, you know, we're all we're both screaming <laughs> at the time. And the only thing that prevented our rolling into the gas pump and everything going into flames was this pickup truck that I, you know, we just hit broadside. Yeah. I, I, so you yeah. t-boned him. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. He was just, you know, unoccupied. Thank God. At that point in time, that you know, we I had gotten the brake and we were 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 smashed into the side of a truck and and. Chris is sitting next to me, and I, I'm sitting there. We're just, just dazed that this is how my first trip behind the wheel has, has culminated. And, <laughs> and, Air, uh, airbags or anything like that? Uh, no, 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 nothing. So I guess back then, I guess maybe we weren't going as fast as it felt at the time, but sure. it felt. It was fast enough. Yeah. yeah no I, airbags I, went off, but she did. Chris braced herself on the um with her. Uh, she put her hand up against the dash. Yeah. Um, which will come into play later. <laughs> so so we're sitting there, and the the, the cars stop. Just you know, just out in the middle of nowhere at this little gas station. You know, I've just broadside this truck, this first trip behind, and I'm I'm gonna I'm going to uh just in case my mother may have. <laughs> so I'll, I'll, I'll uh. I will edit myself, but I, I guess that's remember. And and this is that you know I, I'm 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 now 15 years old, but I'm a good boy. Yeah. They had never heard a single <laughs> vulgarity escape sure, my lips. Sure, sure. I I don't think they even you know truly believed that, that that I knew any. You know I but I just remember just saying, oh, you you know that that moment in the Christmas story. When, yes. Okay, when the bolts hit the ground and he just says fudge. Okay, it was just oh. F F F F F F F F F F F 
for what seemed to like go on. For everything like time expanded. Everything seemed to get for it's, like just, it's echoing around the inside of the car exactly. cavity around you. Exactly. You could see the word. Exactly. And I, I just remember. I, and also, you know, they had never heard me curse in my life. I had also never heard because they were always, you know, obviously they're adults, but they were always on their best behavior around me. And I sure. just remember Chris looking over to me, her hand, her hand jammed against the, 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 the dash while we collide. And she, I just remember her saying, yes, Nathan, F is right. <laughs> <laughs> and so she, you know, I, I don't remember how it happened, but she, uh, she had braced herself in the dash and, and I remember her saying that her arm was, I don't know if she knew then that her arm had been, it, it turned out it was broken. It had broken her arm. Okay. I don't know if she knew that then or if she was just, you know, but I remember, I remember that I was the one that went into the, but this was before this 92. So I'm guessing there were cell phones, but we didn't have one. Right on us at the time and so i'm going into the gas station to make a call uh, basically i'm going into the gas station to break the news to the, you know, to the clerk on duty <laughs> yeah whoever Did, owns this, this in truck. Their life. <laughs> and i remember that and i'm sure i'm telling this story the I, I was even hesitant to tell this because you know i feel like this is this is my story but it's also hers as well and it was it, it this is, you know, we've retold this story countless times at family functions and whatnot, so I, I figure it's fair game. But I remember heading into the gas station, just, I'm sure, just white as a sheet. And I remember the uh, the, the the good old boy whose truck I had just <laughs> broadside. But this is, you know, just, this is, you know, rural Pennsylvania and, you know... Uh, I can remember him. The owner of the truck is coming out. I guess to go back in movie terms, you know in Return of the Jedi when Luke kills the Rancor? Yes. And the Rancor Keeper kind of breaks down and <laughs> to sob? <laughs> he and just so starts and, weeping and, and, and inside the other of his guy truck. Has to come and kind of That's the relationship this man had with his <laughs> I don't remember him like falling to his knees, but they buckled. They buckled for sure. And, yeah. And I remember him say, I, I Honestly, as I can hear me saying... You know, just spewing expletives and then having them return to me in the car. I can I can hear this man in my in my memory saying, just like racked with grief. My my truck, my truck, and <laughs> maybe I projected that onto him, but I still I can still hear his voice in my head. Just a little bit of a crack in there. Just a little bit. Yeah, like exactly. This it was his uh, it was his pride and joy, and 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 I in 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 an instant I had I had taken that from him. Um, but so I go into that and, and the rest of the detail I, after that, I do remember going in and I had to call, uh, 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 Max, who was Chris's mother. Um, and I'm guess I'm guessing that I told, you know, I'm, it's not, you know, it's, it's a small little gas station. I'm, I'm assuming at this point they had seen what had happened and they had already placed the call to 911 yeah. or what have you. And, and like you say, this is rural pennsylvania and this is the most excitement that this <laughs> this town everyone in town about. rolls in they, on their trucks i don't know if everybody in town but there were there were the police rolled in and <laughs> i don't remember if there was an ambulance there but to me there there was a lot of spectacle after that and and to a 15 to a 15 year old who has just the day before gotten his his learner's permit and has now you know caused this chaos uh it was terrifying and i remember the one thing that and i don't know why that was the first and only time i've ever been escorted into the back of a police cruiser but 
they absolutely did um, with with very little. Well, no explanation is needed, obviously, but I remember they... Did they handcuff you? They didn't handcuff me, but they did, while they were talking things out with with Chris, I got got a good view of the backseat of a police car. (laughs) Wow. I can remember thinking that I am going to jail for the rest of my (laughs) life. And I I, I know that even at 15 years old, you should, you know, I should have... I was old enough to realize that that's a ridiculous notion, but right. this whole situation was a ridiculous notion. The fact that this would happen and it, right after I had gotten my permit and, you know, I'm sitting there in the back of the car and, you know, Barney Fife there with his, you know, one bullet in his gun. He's out, you know, doing the investigation. <laughs> the only one on they the can afford. <laughs> da, 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 you know. And meanwhile, I'm, I'm He's holding on to his belt and looking <laughs> at the car. Right, 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 right. <laughs> well, Absolutely. it looks like we got a bit of a collision here. You <laughs> yeah. don't say, sir. You don't say. <laughs> Exactly. And I'm sitting in the back of the car thinking my parents are, you know, in Maryland. I'm, you know, waiting for them to come back. And it was just incredibly scary. And and, uh, so I guess, you know, when all was said and done, you know, I guess I don't know how insurance information was because I was a minor and I did have a permit and you know this this fell on her to to cover the to to, to cover the expenses and the the damage and and whatnot. And uh, uh, but I remember, I, I instead uh, an ambulance didn't take us, but I, I, um, Max had picked us up, um, Chris's mother, and 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 Max and Chris and I drove to the 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 hospital that uh, you know shortly thereafter, which was about the, the closest hospital, about I want to say maybe a thirty thirty five minute drive, and by that time her arm had started to visibly you know swell and yeah I, I just remember sitting in the back of the car and driving to the hospital and 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 the one thing this is a very arbitrary thought but i'm a big uh i'm a big fan of of crooners like the old crooners like dean martin frank sinatra and, yeah and, and and that's a very big part of who i am and i i do owe that to these people because whenever we would go on trips they, they had a, they uh, I, I guess an easy listening station and i i, I heard all of those and i can remember as clear clear as day, just the, the song that was playing on the radio while, while we were driving to the hospital uh, with Chris with a broken arm and me having Bitter created sh- this, you know, yeah. this damage to this Pennsylvania institution and this poor man's truck. Um, it was Bobby Darren singing, um, you know, somewhere beyond the sea. Yeah. That's not, so uh, uh, that that's just for some reason every time I hear that song. I think of this instant instantly. Every, well, it's not like every time we go to Pennsylvania, we drive by that gas station. <laughs> that's just still there. Uh, no thanks to me. I, I think of that song. So, so yeah. So we went to the hospital, and 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 she got her cast and everything. And 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 once again, my parents are, you know, they're coming up to to share the holiday with us. And I'm just, you know, I'm just terrified of what my father's going to say because I'm my my dad. I, Never once was I struck in my life, but and and the reason being is we knew our parents were were serious from yeah. the, from the get go. I mean, I I just knew that you know I was just so worried about what my what my dad was going to to think about that that I, that this happened and that, he you wrecked know. the car, he caused all the damage, right, Absolutely. right, right. It's and terrifying. So, so when they when when they show, I just remember that it really said about a lot. I think about well, I think that any I think that any father any any good father would 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 be the same, but. Uh, there was no lecture. There was no screaming. There was no. It was just you know. I can. There was just the sense of relief that you know nobody was hurt. And you know, I, I don't even think. Words well, except your ear. Uh, well, <laughs> except for the, the yeah, broken yeah, arm. Yeah. yeah. There, there, there was the issue of the broken arm. <laughs> 
Thank you. Once again. <laughs> I just nobody was hurt is a bit of a broad right, generalization. Right. Nobody was there. nobody there was, was seriously it, it, hurt. Yes, exactly. Broken arms, a bit of a damage, right, but right, yes. right. Yeah, exactly. Nobody was seriously harmed, um, and it could have been a, it could have been a lot worse. And I do think about that when I say I almost blew, blew up a gas station. That that's partially tongue in cheek, but there is that part of me that thinks, what if that truck were not parked? Where it was parked, yeah. and you could have broken I off a pump. Who the hell knows exactly. what happens I don't then? Know, you know, it, it, you know, there's that that scene in Twenty One Jump Street that that they keep <laughs> on trying to like, you know, and, and yeah. nothing explodes. But but if you were to hit a a tank, what what would it wouldn't be good? No, it would it, it, it would certainly it, not be good. It, it would ruin your day. And so yeah, so that was my that, and and the uh, the biggest thing I because I think it will, I love the drive now. I, I can't imagine and and you've driven with me and yeah. I, I I you know I. I not to put words in your mouth, but I, I, I don't know. Maybe you were gripping the armrest. Oh, I was time, terrified. But, Just wall to wall fear. I don't think that I'm flop sweat. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I'm not. I don't consider myself a, a bad driver by any stretch of the imagination. But for a long time after this had happened, I was, I was, I had convinced myself I was never going to drive again. I mean, it was the first day that I had had my yeah. permit, and and this happened, and and uh, and going back to my dad, I remember one time. You know, and I, I had for for a long time. I just refused to get behind the wheel. I just, I do remember that my dad. We we were going somewhere. We were going to the store. We were going, you know. Somehow I had he had gotten me into the car because my father's the one who taught me to drive, and that's a different adventure for another time. But he was driving, so I was in the car under false pretenses, and and he just pulled off to the side of the road. And he was like, you know, drive. here are the keys now. <laughs> now drive, and I and I remember like, I just remember just flat out refusing. But he was like, no, this ha- you you. You, you get can't back do on the this horse. You, exactly. Get back on the horse. This this happened. It's the, it's the way it is. But but you have to learn to drive. Let's do this now. Yeah. And and you know I just you know, um, and now I can't imagine. You know uh, I I love to drive. I you know I I, I love uh, a, a rough beginning. Yes, it was it was a shaky beginning. <laughs> it was a shaky beginning. But uh, but well, it, but but that's my that's my adventure. Well, so. thank you thank you for sharing your your story of uh, vehicular terror. Right. I'll do the first contest we're going to do. Uh, once again, email trip, T-R-I-P-P, at umd.edu. It's the easiest email address I can do by spelling it out in the air, so that's what I'm going to use. Um, our secret password will be IROC. So the first person to email me, trip at umd.edu, with the password IROC, will get a, uh Adventure Pants sticker of their very own. And we'll do another contest after we do our second segment, which is uh, the part where I ask a bunch of hypothetical questions, mostly called from the Internet. So let's get that rolling. Say you were brought into a, a steel cage. You can either okay. face, the only way out is death or victory. Would you rather fight one horse-sized duck or 100 duck-sized horses? Right. I, and, I, and I have, I, 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 I knew this was coming. Like I said, I've listened to the, the, the previous five of these, and I've had uh, a lot of time to think about it. What, what, this is my favorite of the questions, by the way, because what absolutely floors me about this is that for out of the five of your previous guests absolutely chose the wrong answer. I, I, maybe okay. I, I, I'm glad you did the math because the second contest is going to be related to this I, question. I think there's only I, – I think Tyler was the only one who chose the uh, horse-sized duck. Yeah. And Everyone else opted for the, the, small the, ones. The, the, the small ones. Right, right, right. And and it 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 just amazes me because there is no there there is no obviously there is no right answer this is going to end badly either way but something is dying yes yes but it's a hundred <laughs> yes it's one hundred duck sized horses mm-hmm. it's not like twelve 
<laughs> no, it's a lot. So it's 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 several, and I just keep on thinking, you know. And everybody thinks that the size is the, you know, well, I'm big enough. I can I can I can step on these, and I can, you know. Sure. But maybe with if it were if it were ten, absolutely, it's one hundred. Do you so, think you're getting swarmed? Yeah. What are the while you're busy, you know, stomping out your four or five ducks that are in your immediate vicinity? Yeah. I'm sorry. Horses. 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 That are, you know. You know what those other 95 <laughs> horses are doing? They are trampling you to death. <laughs> well, they are only this big, yes. though. That's the key. So that's that's I think what people I, I go so, toward. I, I, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I think that yeah, you're being. I, I think either way, that's ending with your you know you being swarmed by by these uh, malicious horses and 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 I guess the. Like I said, there's no real. Good, I think I, I would take my chances with the um the 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 uh, the, the horse sized duck. Okay. I, I think there'd be first of all, the, the, I I don't know and maybe I've never actually been at the park and like charge towards a duck and not have it come back at me. They they usually like turn and fly the other I way. When I was when I was like three or four years old, we went to a park and we were feeding ducks bread, and a duck bit my finger. Right. And it bled like crazy, and I right. remember it just really scarred me. So I've had many a duck and goose at Baker Park, uh, not far from where I live, uh, who have followed me right. in an aggressive way. So yeah, absolutely, I, they do. They and are I, territorial. And that brings up a better. That brings up another time. If you would have, if this were, if this conversation were about geese, right? Now, it, I, I think I would just <laughs> geese for, for whatever, because geese are just. Just mean spirited to begin. They just—they're just nasty creatures. They I mean, are. They're, they're pretty when yeah. you see them in flight, but yeah, yeah. I think I would just somehow just—I <laughs> I would just accept it. either way. That just was, accept death at yes, that point. So yeah, absolutely. But uh, as far as the duck, I think I, you know, I—I I think I would have a better chance at like maybe. You know, and, and how big is the cage again? It's it's a standard sized cage. We're gonna go with like a professional wrestling size yeah. cage or the UFC size. It's not huge, right? right like right. like a ten or twenty feet across. It's, right. There's no hiding. Right, right. And I'm not saying that either way. I'm getting out. I I, I just you know I think I think uh, you know I think death when it came would be preferable <laughs> from the uh, from the giant duck than from the the, the miniature horse. And and that. that it it made me think that there's exactly one third of of your friends are going to be of any help to you when the zombie apocalypse comes because everybody else is going to be thinking, well, we can take these guys at on. And meanwhile, we, and and Tyler, by the way, um, also absolutely right about Superman. That's but we won't get let's into not that rehash that debate. But perhaps, I, I, perhaps you know, in June you, after you, the movie you, comes out, we can know, talk about exactly. Superman. Yeah. So you have you have you know you, you want us in your corner. When 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 the, when the swarm is coming and, okay. and the others are just going to I'm I'm sorry I, uh, I think I think uh, I think that's a that's a valid choice obviously it's open ended question right. so you think you got a better shot against the one big creature than lots of little ones I, I think so I okay think I, it's, it's it would be interesting to do like a, a like a psychological process about what that really means well about, I actually about, send others oh, an institute in Germany I send all these podcasts yeah. to oh, and, I, and and eventually the results are going right, to come back right. and they're I'll going let you to know. stop as soon as the the, the the story about me almost you know. You, you, uh, you know, not being able to drive a car in a straight line. Yeah. Despite you know, they're going to be like, "You're you're, you're out of here." Just, just drop this file. Well, speaking of cars and and vehicles, which what to your mind is the greatest uh, fictional vehicle? I was obvious. I was going to say, uh, you know, I, I think I would 
generally, I think yours would probably be the DeLorean. I I, I don't know. I, I I go back and forth, actually. Okay, I, you know, it was going to be between the DeLorean and the Millennium Falcon, I think. Just Millennium Falcon because I'm a huge Star Wars nerd. But I think, you know, if anybody's being honest with themselves, the DeLorean. But then you uh, then one of your your, your pods, uh, you had brought the, uh, the, the rocket pack from the Rocketeer. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even realize that was an option. I guess because I didn't think of it any, as a... Any means yeah. of propulsion, really. Yeah, so I'm going to absolutely 100% go with the rocket pack. Really? Rocket okay. Field. Just to have that sensation the, of flying. Just the sensation of flying. I can see that being flight. awesome. Yeah. No, so, that could be. So, that, so that will be pretty spectacular. Um, if you were to found your own sovereign nation, what would the national anthem of it be? You know the song from, from Guys and Dolls, Good Old Reliable Nathan? Yeah. I, 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 was, I was initially going to go with that, but... Um, but because my last name is in Detroit, I think that would tend to get confusing. So I'm going to go with the um, the theme song from The Greatest American Hero. Okay. I think uh, <laughs> I think that's what what I would have. All right, right on. That's good stuff. If taking away the cool superpowers like flight, uh, laser vision, those kind of things, it's kind of an arbitrary list right. of what I define as the cool. But the the rule of thumb I've been using is uh, things that would greatly affect your life and you could you could use as like your primary day job. Right. Um, what would your superhero superpower be? I was going to, and, and I said that you know, I, I remember that this was one of the questions where driving would come back in from my side. Driving would come back into. I was initially going to say like the ability to vaporize like other drivers <laughs> on the road, just but boom, boom. but but that's incredibly you know I you know I'm not a, a violent person. That's incredibly violent. But I think what I would like to do is to be able to. You know, just, just like you say, just point and cause them to disappear, and maybe reappear on an island somewhere, <laughs> like like or at their destination. Right, right. No, I think an island because what I, I mean, I'm envisioning it as like Isla Sorna, you know, but instead okay. of like dinosaurs, it's just a bunch of assholes who drive better than everybody else, <laughs> just driving aimlessly yeah. in, in, in the fields. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And they would, you know, they would, you know, it's, you know, Jurassic parking lot, I think is what it would be. They just eventually, they just eat one another. I wouldn't have to worry. Jurassic parking lot. Yes. I like that. If, if you were going to take that and then decide to fight crime, who would your uh, sidekick be? I think the first thing that pops up in everybody's mind is Robin, because I, I was racking, and I'm an avid comic book collector, and, and I'm trying to think of another... It like, doesn't have to be a sidekick of a superhero from a, from bent. A superhero. It could be, you know, a sidekick on the television show, the best friend character, that kind of thing. So, like, someone right, you right. could pal around with. Okay. Well, then I think what I'm going to go with is um, Regis Philbin, who used to be Regis Philbin circa. And this is getting really weird. And again, as as well, like with the I Rock, we're going to have to do some fact checking here because, first of all, I don't know if I have the name of that car right. Yeah. Second of all, I, I believe Regis used to be the. The second fiddle to Joey Bishop. Joey Bishop was a member of the Rack Pack. Okay. And he had a talk show. Okay. And and at that time... So he was the Ed McMahon. He, he was the Ed McMahon to, okay. to, to, to Joey Bishop. I okay. I think that ended... I don't know if it ended badly, but I, I think it ended with Regis, you know, more or less, you know, just announcing on the show that he was that he was leaving, walking okay. off. And, and then he went on to, you know, live with Regis and yeah. Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. But I think at that point in time, and I guess it would have to be... Him in his in his younger days. You went young, but, hungry Regis. Yes, yes, and I, you know, I actually I would like older, more you know, chiseled, you know, uh, you know, you know, the Regis grizzled. as we know, grizzled yeah, Regis yeah. as we know and love him today. But 
if I need to pick he's not a, a sidekick, sidekick. Yeah, yes. I have to go with it. Okay. Either way, I'm getting Regis. I'm okay. All right. That's a good. I was gonna. If you had said Regis of now, I was gonna say give you the argument that he's not really a sidekick. Right. So that's that's a good way to get that. Um, if you could stop one invention from happening, what would it be? And I, I'm fascinated to hear what you're gonna say about this I because think, you're so technologically averse. And that's the thing. I'm I, so I think, curious to hear how this maybe goes. Maybe if you would have gotten me like a month and a half ago, I probably would have said like you know a smartphone or yeah. something like that. But but Trip was. Uh, you just got an iPhone. Leap into the 21st century, as it were, and we got an iPhone, and, and I, I, love, I love it. So, yeah, I, I just think as you know, obviously you and I have had these conversations before, and you know, I'm I'm not breaking any new ground. I think that just I think everybody is is constantly, you know, looking down into the palm of their hand or what have you, and we're, I think it's just causing a, a great deal of detachment throughout society and the world. And, but that being said, I do have an iPhone now, and I do I do enjoy. Yeah. What little I do with it, I think I'm along those lines. I think I'm going to have to go, and you're going to have to help me because you know I'm a moron when it comes to this. The the little earpieces, Bluetooth, the little Bluetooth earpieces. Yeah. I think I'm going to go with that because that's like one of my biggest pet peeves in the world. Back before cell phones, you won't remember this, but back before uh, the advent of cell phones, and when when you saw somebody walking down the street who seemed to be talking to themselves. You thought they were crazy, and you knew to get away, right? Yeah. Now you see that every, and now you, you know, um, and uh, and now you know they're now you know they're crazy. But <laughs> no, I think it's those Bluetooth earpieces. It's okay. Just, when I see that, it, 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 and my apologies to if any of your family use them. Uh, it just there's something about it that's very. Um, I, I don't know. I see I see people all the time in the stores, and they're, they're just chattering away to their to whoever, and it's just there's some sort of sense of. In, Entitlement? I don't know what it is. It just seems like you but know. But it bothers you. It, it bothers me. Like okay. put the put the you can't even put the phone down for five minutes to like buy your toilet paper. And, like, <laughs> you, you can't even. You know, I I have a very I personally I don't talk while I'm interacting with the cashier. I'll right. like put the phone away. But I, I definitely will walk around the store shopping and talking sure, to someone's sure. phone. So I'm uh, certainly guilty of it. Right. But I I try not to be that guy who's like talking on the phone while someone is like two feet from you and having an interaction with you. I hate that. Right. So. right. I, I, I can get behind your, your removal there. Back to uh, fictional Thunderdomes. You're in a 100-foot-long, 50-foot-wide uh, glass cage. Glass okay. box, I guess, really. It's not really a cage. Uh, and uh, on the bottom, there's a layer of sand, so you know you can walk on right, something right, right. relatively soft. Um, uh, you can either go in with a toddler with an AK-47 strapped to their hand or a naked man who wants to kill you. And right. just disclaimer, since someone brought this up previously, the naked man, it's not any sort of homophobia. It's just the man has no weapons of any kind. Right, right, so right, right. He could be a Ken doll. Like, it's not, it's right. not, there's no, he just, he has nothing except his hands and feet. And, well, I guess you could bite you to death. So I've survived the the horse-sized duck. You and get this through is that. My, this is round this is my two. reward. I, I, I think the child with the AK-47 is is the right answer. Okay. And I say that because... Oh, the man is a, it's a slight man. He's five foot tall, 150 pounds. He's a smaller right, guy. Right. So that's, that's the... That's but he the can't be there. reasoned with. He no. Can't be, you no, know, he's, no. He's out for blood. He's out for and blood. And he's going to... And, and I think the thing with... The, and having, having two children... You're going to try to reason with a toddler? Well, I'm not going to. I, I think when, when you're dealing with a toddler, I think what you want to do is when you tell a, ch- uh, a child to do something, they're going to do the exact opposite. So what you want – I would just – I would approach it as you absolutely want to shoot me with that AK-47 and he would lose interest and do something else. Or, I see. Yeah, so you, you just, you're going uh, reverse psychology. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. I think I – and and even if that weren't the case, I think that I – th- I, I guess it was uh, uh, Chris you had on earlier. He said he'd take the child. And he thinks that 
maybe he could <laughs> dance around and just get the child, you know, isolate that AK-47. I think you, I, I'm, 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 you know, I can't, uh, obviously, you know, I, I uh, can't drive a car or work a phone, but I think <laughs> I, I'll take my chances with being able to, to, to somehow, you know, uh, isolate that, that gun and, uh, okay. and then talk, you know. Uh, this is one, this is a new one. Um, if you could live in any television universe, what would it be? Now, you're a background player, not, like, if you go into Happy Days, right. you're not Fonzie, but you're just living in the universe sure. where they live. I probably watch just about as much TV as yourself. Which uh, is a lot. It's a lot of TV, and plus I have some years on you. So, I'm a big fan of Joss Whedon, but everybody's so tormented that i don't think that's the the, the good way to go right so if, if you lo- chose to live in the buffy universe or the angel universe like there's a decent chance you're gonna get killed by a vampire to, i'm not going to survive that yeah um not that that's not a valid choice just that's that's a real possibility in that, right, that like one day you're just gonna get ganked by a vampire right because you're not in the scooby gang or anything right i feel like i should just go with something completely arbitrary just to move on to the next question i don't know why this is bothering me so much. Yeah, I'm, I'm putting you're much really thought, thinking I'm, about I'm this as much thought as if this were actually going to happen tomorrow <laughs> i'm going to wake up in the morning like, boom you're like on ducktail like, oh shit that shouldn't have gone with ducktails i don't get to roll around in the coins i don't get the, i'm just um you know I'm another a, I'm duck one of, i'm one of those beagles that just wander around in the background um We've been watching a, a lot of Scooby-Doo lately. <laughs> you want to be in Scooby um, Universe? I, I don't really know that I want to be in Scooby. I'm going to be thinking about this now for the rest of the day. I, I told my wife when I get home, we'll go out for dinner. I, I can just see myself, like, her trying to talk with me and me having a glazed-over look because I'm trying to think of what <laughs> cartoon I want to live in. I think I'm going to go with Scooby-Doo because I can remember loving that as a child. Okay. And uh, It's a good you know, balance it, of normal it was, life and hygiene. Yeah, there, was, there was adventure. There was intrigue. There was mystery. But at the same time, you knew at the end of the day, nothing bad was going to happen. So, sure. So yeah, I'm going to go with Scooby Doo. Okay. Scooby Doo. All right. Well, last question, my favorite. What uh, you know, Doc Brown pulls up to you on the street. He opens the door. He says, "Nathan, hop in. I got this golden ticket. Let's go to a concert. Who are you going to see?" Absolutely, 100. I, it would be um, the Rat Pack live at the the Sands Hotel in Las Vegas. Okay. Uh, yeah. I'm a huge fan of, of those singers, and uh, that's you know the best of all worlds. You get them all on one stage. So okay. Yeah. Cool. Second contest we're doing. Nathan did your homework for you, which is going to make it a little bit easier. Tell me the number of people that have chosen to fight the horse-sized duck in our contest. Email trip, T-R-I-P-P, at umd.edu, and you will get your very own miniature adventure it, pants sticker. It was the people who was who were right, by the way. <laughs> the, 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 the accurate, the, 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 uh, the, the, the correct answer. Yes. All right. Well, the, uh, the final thing that we do is we have some sort of discussion, and uh, Nathan and I had planned to discuss Discuss. I was hoping he would see Star Trek so I could talk about that, but because uh, I have some thoughts on the matter that maybe we'll hash out in a later pod. Uh, but the, uh, the the thing we were going to talk about is, is uh, the drive-in theater, which which is a topic we like. But you had a better suggestion the other day, and uh, tell them what, what the topic yeah, of. Uh, I I don't know what we were talking about the other week you would you would heard that are they remaking the toxic avenger are mm. they doing a remake of the toxic arnold avenger? schwarzenegger is in talks to be the tox in the toxic avenger i don't know if he would play citizen toxic i never i never actually looked that up but but yeah that is i, I remember you saying this you were kind of I one don't of know the if most you were bizarre appalled, but you thought just, that, that, just that was just flabbergasted a, yeah and i never did follow it but that is absolutely ridiculous but yeah the, when you had talked about the toxic avenger any any time i hear the toxic avenger it just brings back the you know it, it was one of those movies that for whatever reason just scarred me as a child and and to watch it now it 
it's completely ridiculous. It's a ludicrous it, it, movie. It, it's, it's the most harmless isn't the word, but just it, it, there's nothing at all that can be taken seriously about it. And, yeah. And 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 for whatever reason that so I I thought uh, you know uh, you, you know w- what were those films that that had that impact on it? and you know I'm thinking along the lines of horror films, but I guess it could be anything that that really had that impact on you when you were a child that to this day you almost can't bear to watch it because it's it's uh. It, because of that irrational, sure, you know, and uh, yeah, so the so the Toxic Avenger was. Now, did you actually see it? Yeah, I did see it, and I've I've since seen it, and I I, I won't I find out just won't watch it, but well, it's not a very good movie, so right, it's, it's not, it's not like, like something that you have. It's on not your like show. oh, like, we can't watch Citizen Kane. Yeah, but you know what? Here's um well here I guess to start out with, do you want me to start it? Yeah, I t- it, tell the Toxic Avenger story because I have I have a couple different uh, variations yeah, on this. I don't know what year that came out, but eighties. Yeah, it was it was during ish. the formative years of my 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 life, and I'm I'm not uh, Trip can tell you that I'm 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 not a squeamish person at all. I pretty much watch just about you know anything that's 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 released in the realm of horror films these days. But that was actually um, one of the first things you and I you know kind of found a mutual interest in. Right, we both exactly. like uh, we both like uh, horror movies. So. so I just remember that uh, eighty four uh, for Toxic. Avenger. Oh, was it eighty yeah. four? Okay, so 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 yeah, I'm trying to do the math. So I was seven years old, but it was on video at that point in time. I, I, uh, well, I I don't know if it was on video in eighty. Came out whenever eighty four, eighty five, eighty five, maybe you know. So I, I, between the ages of seven and nine, it had been released on VHS, and you know, it's a it's a. I'm sure my father, who's not a big horror fan, so but he is a big action movie. Uh, person, I'm sure he saw that at the video store and thought, you know, it's a, it's it's built as a, you know, he's an Avenger, he's a superhero. The yeah. cover, you know, shows him with the American flag and everything. Yeah, he's sort so of built as a, you know, my dad doesn't even like that genre of movie that's so absurd that it can't, you know, camp. Yeah, camp is not his thing, but I'm sure he saw the video and just, you know, back in those days, you know, you didn't have you know, advance word on anything. So you just picked up something based on what the video, the VHS cover looked like. And he, you know, but it was, it was an R rated film. And, and so he was watching that alone. And I, I just remember that, um, I walked into the room while he was watching it and it was during the last, the, 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 the very the the penultimate act. scene yeah. when he, when the, when the toxic Avenger, I guess it's the mayor that's corrupt. And I, I, I don't know, but it, it, basically he disembowels him. Yeah. You remember that? Yep. And that's so. That's the last. You know, I have no context of the movie. I just walk in, and my dad's watching it, and it was just so foreign to me. And plus, I, you know, I walk into the room, and it's just. I remember he says something like he has some sort of like the Toxic Avenger has some sort of comment like, uh, you, you know, like some big. He makes some sort one of liner. comment like, yeah, it's a one liner about like that takes a lot of guts or something yeah, like yeah. that, and then he rips this guy's stomach out, and it just the you know I had seen. I always went to the video store with my dad, so I saw the cover of this. It's it's you know promoted as being this superhero which in my mind they're always you know superheroes don't kill they you know they help people and everything like sure that. it was just this to me it was just that kind of it was just that kind Radically of perverse different. humor that just lloyd kaufman-esque yeah but it, you know it's one of those things that you know when you sit when even today you and i talk about movies that you that you see and you feel like dirty after you see them you yeah. know it, it corrupts a part of your soul and you yeah. just feel like you leave the movie a worse person than you were when you went into right. it, and that's and that's a you know that's that's what happened. It just uh, you know that was my first, uh, and I had, I'm sure I had watched. You know, I was a huge fan of Jaws. Jaws is terrifying. It's probably my top pick for scariest horror film of all time. It's up. It's one of the top two, I would say. But there was you know, but this movie was just there was something. 
it was just something it was it wasn't just the act of violence it was the act of violence tied with the the dark humor and the you know the obscenity about it that was just kind of just for like days afterwards i couldn't stop thinking, thinking about, about that and and you know i'm sure it had something to do with my father who's a substanding you know in my eyes you know and i'm you know and i'm sure he's you know panicking that i've walked into the room during this you know yeah it's one of those things where it's the same thing with me and my wife or like me and my kids like i'll be watching something on tv and they happen to walk in right at just the you know if they're you know in an hour-long show there may be that two minutes that yeah. you wouldn't want to sit and watch with somebody and that's when they walk into the room and that's what you know but but it was something about you know him watching it and it being you know and it just that Tricky was it up. for me and and I you know I still can't watch it. And it's it, the, really the reason, two things happened. I watched it. Uh, I took a B movie class in college, mm-hmm. and that was on the curriculum, so I had to watch it for school. I guess I could have. I mean, so that was the first time I had watched it from beginning to end, and saw how ridiculous, it's but ludicrous even, movie. Even 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 so, I still you know. It, and somebody had given it to me as a gift. They knew I'm a big movie lover, and somebody had give, picked it up at like a you know, whatever, a Goodwill or a yard sale and gave it to me, you know, and I I think, I don't know if I threw it in the trash or gave it back to Goodwill, but at any rate, I just you, can't couldn't be in the have same room as that, wow. that, that movie, so. Okay. Unless it's for school credit, and then I, you know, then Sucks I did what out. I had to do. Yeah. I, there's a couple of different ways to, to go with this, because as you were telling the story, I recalled a couple of different things, but I, I, as someone who now loves horror movies, did not love horror movies as a child. I was a very easily scared kid. I didn't, I didn't like them. And, um, the, the one that sprung to mind first when you brought this topic up is I'll just try to tell both these stories or all three of these stories as quickly as I can. But my cousins loved this really cheesy nineties movie called my boyfriend's back. Okay. And it's a, the premise of the movie is this kid gets killed in a car accident and he comes back to life and he eats people. Right. And he's just like a zombie, but he eats people. Um, as like a nourishment thing and he there's a scene in it which as i've watched as an adult is just ludicrous right, right. i've not seen the whole movie again but it's it's not for lack of want it's just i have not seen it yet but the um the principal gets like eaten by the guy and he becomes like a head on top of a skeleton right, body right 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 and the head is talking and that frightened me to such a degree as a kid that i just was like ran out of the room i was crying my aunt is like trying to console me because like the girls are laughing about it like it's it's i mean now it is funny but at the time for whatever reason i just couldn't handle it i was not a like i said i was a big wimp and uh watching this guy the head on the on on a pike essentially just like talking and saying some sort of cheesy lines i'm sure it just just wrecked me but the other the other one that I had planned to tell that before your story reminded me my my um my grandmother when I was very young and I don't remember the age here probably like five or six years old showed me and my cousin uh, the movie It oh yeah by the Stephen King film yeah. and it it scared the bejesus out of me and then later we were at the mall and they have those drain plug things in the floor in the mall and I don't know if they're like to cover electrical outlets or what they're for but they have those their gold little grid things on the floor and. She, I remember her pointing at it and talking about how like it was going to come bursting out of the floor, and then I didn't even want to be in the mall anymore. Right, right. So I was just like so frightened by it, that, like drain scared me for a significant period of time because he kept worms out of the drain. And you know that's I guess a mini series and not a movie, but uh, it's just it's just terrifying. Absolutely. Tim Curry is that clown is right. scary, and that one it, I still find scary. Yeah, it is legitimately scary. I'm glad you. Uh, it's it's the other one that uh, it's funny that you mentioned uh, Pennywise. The other the, the other movie that did it to me, but a legitimately solid 
you know work of film was was Poltergeist, and I remember watching that when it was uh you know when it was first aired on television in the eighties, and um, you know, I don't remember how old I was, but uh, probably too young to be watching Poltergeist. Sure, were big Spielberg fans, and it, and that scene with the, uh, the 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 movie in its entirety didn't bother me all too much, even though there's some pretty even for by today's standards there's some. I, I, the scene with the guy taking his face off mm-hmm. in the mirror. You know, there's some gruesome stuff in that movie, but the one that got me was the clown dragging the kid under the bed. Yeah. And uh, yeah, that just, by the ankles. yeah, 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 and just 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 pulling him under. And that's still one of those movies that I just can't. I I can return to that one mm-hmm. better than even though between the two, Poltergeist is still scary. Will always be a scarier movie than yes. the Toxic Avenger. I can I can still watch Poltergeist today. But um, yeah, for a long time, and I had a clown in my, I had a clown in my bedroom. It was one that somebody had crocheted like the body of, and it had one of those little plastic faces, and it hung on my wall. And mm-hmm. I don't think my parents ever knew the how bad that that film had terrified me, and and that clown was, and it had this everything after that. You know, clowns just weren't fun anymore. No, you know? and and I think anybody that has those those memories, clowns just aren't. No, you know, it's funny that the under the bed thing, and this is kind of silly to admit, but not 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 fear in a way that like actually affects me in any way. But that as a child, like fearing that someone's going to grab your ankles when you're standing right, next right, to the right. bed, there are times in my life, like relatively recently, that like that thought bounces. In the, and of course, as an adult, I'm like, there's stop no like this is the dumbest thing to be afraid of but that thought passes through your mind sometimes like if you're in the dark especially if you're in an unfamiliar room in a a hotel or or, uh like a if you're in a bed that's not yours that that thought briefly crosses your mind that like something's gonna grab my ankles and then and then immediately of course as an adult i'm like no there's a thousand reasons why something's not gonna grab your ankles but that thought still is in my head from a child uh that's absolutely and you say you, you've, you've even amended it to a hotel. I get that feeling sometimes when I'm crawling into my own bed at night. And we have like, you know, my wife has that, whatever, the bed skirt that drapes the Yeah, the so you can't see under the bed. So you can't. And every time I'm crawling in, you know, sometimes my feet will just go underneath the, you know, just mm-hmm. enough that it's. And, and you're right. It's, and maybe it does go back to that. I think it absolutely guys. goes maybe back it, to you know, something. It, um, because there's, you know, we have our, you couldn't fit. Any anything under you know you couldn't fit one of the trolls under our bed. I can't from, fit know. my. I have to like to to when I have to make the bed. I have to kind of get like down low and lift it up. Right. And I can't fit my leg underneath the bed. Like I doesn't fit the right. even just even forgoing the foot part of like even if sure. I turn my foot, my leg does not fit all the way underneath. Right, it's like right, a right. three inch clearance. It's very small. Right. And I still I have that like oh something is going to grab I, my ankle. Absolutely, I know that fear well. It 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 it, it predominate. I, yeah, that's that's it's funny that how how these things have have uh, tormented us through life, and and not only the other I picked up uh, yesterday on VHS the, the 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 thing about growing up in the eighties were the video covers were yes that's all they needed to to terrify. I, I picked up Night of the Demons the other day on VHS based solely on the fact that I remember as a child seeing it in the video store and it scaring me and and now it's you know i hear that it's just a lousy horrible movie but it, but just based on that nostalgia but um al- along the lines of use it's actually it's not a good movie but it's and it's a product of the time that it was made in right, the 80s right, right. and has some decent effects and stuff it's a it's watchable but it's not but good it's not, yeah yeah uh, compared to some of the stuff that you and I have both watched. Right, it's, right. it's on the more watchable side right. of things. It's funny, though. I, I The other thing I was going to mention, um, 
that that experience of like watching a movie with your with your dad um you will probably remember the name of the movie i do not there was like a roller coaster type thing in this like crazy creepy junkyard and dan Aykroyd i think was also in the movie and they like people are being like held captive or oh, was it uh dragnet was it the remake no of no dragnet? not not dragnet no no it was uh it was a darker movie than that but i'm i'm fairly confident tom hanks was in it and i Is should it, have looked this up but i think well i do remember like uh the end of dragnet i think we've given the the listeners if they're if they haven't given up on us yet so much to, to to search for. I think I, I no drag. I think what you're talking about on Dragnet is the is the bit with um. There's, Don't they go after a cult or something? Yeah, like that? yeah. But they they have the um the like they're wearing the 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 geese or sheep leggings. Okay. It's and it's not. It's I do know what you're talking about that, and it's not that, Was and it, it's uh, not it's not the Burbs, the other Tom Hanks movie. But there's a I, and I believe it was it was Tom Hanks. I'm I'm trying to look it up now. Was while it we're nothing talking. but trouble with with uh with with the monkey. I have no idea. <laughs> I, you're baffling me. I, yeah, and you know what? It, it might not. Maybe Tom Hanks was in there. But anyway, in this movie, there's essentially like these really creepy people who have like it's almost text text almost like a humorous version of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Like it's definitely intended to be a comedy, but they're they have like things built out of bone and they okay. have like these people are, are captured and at one point they get on to like a uh like a sort of roller coaster thing and it like they ride through this okay. crazy hijinksy castle but i remember it just straight up terrifying me and i couldn't for whatever reason like get out of the like i just couldn't get it get it together in my brain just like just leave the room like just go like right, no longer right, right. be in the um, in the room where this is happening. Instead, I was like sitting there with my dad watching it and being like miserable and terrified. And there was just nothing I could like nothing, right, right. nothing that I could get it together to be like, okay, I'm going to like no longer be sitting in here terrified. Like I'll just leave the room and go do any number of things that I could do that are, that is you know more safe than this. Right. But I just, I couldn't do it. So I just watched and was terrified. That's fascinating. It is nothing, nothing but, but trouble. trouble. Isn't that what you said? That was what I said. Okay, and so it nothing but Hanks, but it was uh Chevy Chase and Dan Aykroyd. So I was I was part of it. But I remember and I think the now that we have the movie and I can and, and come back to the suggestion, John Candy is in it. And right. we watched a lot of John Candy movies sure. in my house, so my dad watching a John Candy movie was like, Oh, this is probably funny and I remember that that realization happening of like I don't like this, right? But right, I and right, right. I'm just not being able to leave because it was somebody who I knew familiar. It yeah, was yeah, John, yeah. John exactly. So um, you did know the movie, right, was it? You know, and, and and right, right. I do remember that, and I, I it's a it's it's sort of like a humorous version of the Texas Chainsaw sure, Massacre. Sure. Now yeah, that I have seen little, that, yeah, it's absolutely. it's sort of like a twist on Texas Chainsaw, right. but it's it's more of a comedy. And, and I watched the trailer for it as an adult, and it's really not that frightening. Right. But I remember as a kid, just just no, being but I, terrified. I, I, even so, I remember being. You know, I think there's ten years that separates us. I remember seeing that film, and like you say, there's that 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 personality that that we've been raised to believe is this, you know, source of you know warmth and yeah. and comedy and John yeah, Candy. Would... And I remember, I do remember watching that movie and thinking, maybe not to the extent that, but it the the tone of it was just not in keeping with that cast of, and which no. is probably why it didn't, uh, didn't not a box office yeah, hit, yeah, nothing yeah, but no. trouble, yeah. Yeah, what? Chevy Chase, Dan Aykroyd, John Candy. Like you're like, oh, that's a heavy right, hitter lineup, exactly. and then you go see this movie, and it's like, this oh, weird, this is... twisted Texas Chainsaw spoof. Right, like right, that right, just right. is not going to sell well. Right. Absolutely, absolutely. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, you have to find a good way to to close this out. Well, that, what I do normally is just wait for the conversation to fizzle, and I do the same thing I do <laughs> then, every week is. Then, 
is is uh right. is thank you for coming on not, not which all. i thank appreciate you for having me and uh if you like this particular brand of whimsy of course you can subscribe on itunes and stitcher and uh, remember to send in those contest entries the web uh, the email again is trip t-r-i-p-p at u-m-d dot edu and uh remember folks whatever you do wherever you go if you're going to adventure don't forget your adventure pants